Hey, entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard, and now more than ever, you need to have a plan to help your business not just survive, but thrive. I'm Marcia Reiner, a business growth strategist on a mission. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guides your growth, and plans for your future exit. Because a business worth selling is also a business worth owning. And I want to share those strategies that I've earned and learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have something to share with you. I've got five ways to turn your business into one worth selling. Go pick that up at my website at trajectorybiz.com. So I'm excited to have my guest with me today, uh, Ronica Brown. Ronica and the team of RBA tax advisors specialize in tax reduction planning, tax consulting, and tax preparation. Her approach helps clients reduce their taxes as much as 30% or more of what they are currently paying. Ronica holds a master's degree in accounting and taxation from Kennesaw State University, (laughs) and she has over 15 years of tax planning and compliance experience helping companies such as Home Depot, Invesco, and KMPG with tax reduction planning. She believes that every business owner should reduce their taxes and benefit from the tax law the way Congress intended them to help. Ronica continues to her technical training and continued education with organizations such as the AICPA, Wealth Ability, and the Due Diligence Project. Ronica's superpower, we all have them, is her ability to truly connect and understand her clients' greatest needs and solving their most complex tax problems. Ronica, thank you and welcome to Profit with a Plan. Thank you, Marcia. I am super glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Okay, so um, the biggest question and why it's so important that I have you on the show today is really to get the listeners, the business owners to understand the importance of your biggest expense in your business, which is the taxes and how to really mitigate the risks that you have to understand the challenges and take advantage, like you mentioned in the introduction, of all that Congress has laid out for business owners. Why is that so important? It is so important. And if you Think about it, whether you're even W-2 or or when you start your business and continue to run your business, you are in business with Uncle Sam. He's a silent partner (laughs) in your business, if you think about it, because he has to get paid. So once you're able to know the things to do to reduce the amount that you're giving your silent partner, Uncle Sam, then the more money that you will have for travel, for investment, um, for everything that you want to do to achieve, you know, your version of financial freedom, your version of financial security. So it's extremely important. Even the IRS website state that, you know, every taxpayer should do as much as they can to reduce their taxes, pay as least as they can legally. The thing is, is just information. I think a lot of small business owners lack this proactive way of thinking about taxes just because it's a lot, a lot of information. Um, the world makes it about tax season. You know, when I got my first job, I was working as a tax associate out of college for the Home Depot in their corporate tax department. 
And my sister came to me and said, um, what are you going to do after April 15? Because I start my job in, I graduated in December, start my job in January. And she's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, what do you mean? She said, I, you work in the tax department. You know, April 15, I'm like, no, 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 no. What I'm learning is we're doing is we're doing a lot of tax planning for the current year, call it 2021. And, you know, we're looking at ways how to reduce taxes. And I said, I don't even, I don't even see the tax return that they're filing. Someone else is taking care of that. So but when you go into the small business world, it's all focused on let me file the tax return. Yes, it's important for you to be in compliance. Tax filing is just being in compliance. It's just telling the IRS that, yes, I've checked these boxes, I filed a return. The real savings and the real investment um, ROI that you, that you can get from your CPA, from your tax advisor, is proactive implementing tax saving strategies. Wow. You know what? That is the most important thing I've heard in a long time. Tax season is not from January to April 15th, or in my case, um, uh, September or October, right? With the extensions. But tax, tax season is all year. There are strategies and things that you can implement throughout the year that's going to lower the taxes. And often, if you're not starting until December, it's too late, right? You've done things that, that you could have had advantages of, or you're too late to take advantage of, of opportunities for you. So tax planning is every day of the year. Am I right? It's every day in the year. It's basically looking at the money that you're already spending in your business and said, how can I, you know, buy whatever I want and basically make it deductible right away or receive a tax credit for it? How can I? use the money that I'm already spending to see what other tax incentives there is for this particular transaction that I'm going to partake in. You know, the tax code is 7,000 plus pages. I mean, the truth is no one knows how big it is. <laughs> that's the honest thing. No one knows how big it is. And that's why, you know, we get in the rut. And, you know, I can also say of CPAs as well, we get in the rut of, you know, compliance. And then if you don't really study, back and say, okay, this client is paying way much, too much in taxes. Let me reach out to them and to see if they have time to hear me out to say that, you know, let's do some planning. I can help you to reduce your taxes by 30%. And let's they see better if have do that. some time. They better have some time. I know, I know. Oh. But business owners, a lot of times we're focused on getting the money in, not keeping how much we already have. You know, that's, so that's one of my biggest... dance that they have to play. That's one of my biggest philosophies is that, you know, business owners are focusing on income. So, and how can I, how can I affect it by just doing more money-making activities? But my philosophy and, and yours as well is that spending can make or break any business. And if you think about it with every dollar that you're spending to make it work effectively for you, that's bringing in income and paying less taxes on it then that's the, that's the strategy that these business owners are forgetting about um, because they're only focused on income, income, income and, and not mm -hmm. thinking about how they're spending. So right. I have a little I, bit I of allergies know. today. So my nose is tickling. <laughs> oh, no so problem. Forgive me if I sneeze I or I'm rubbing my nose. <laughs> I just got over mine. And I don't remember who has this quote, but there's this fa famous quote in the financial world. It's like, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. And your keep and, you know, the, the tax bucket is a big 
part of that. And, you know, that's why we said that, you know, you know, we can help you reduce your taxes 30% um, based on what you're already paying, you know, with your current CPA that, you know, we can help you find additional deductions and ways to basically reduce your taxes by utilizing, you know, the several thousand pages that we don't even know the number count of the tax code. Right. Fantastic. So let's talk about some of those strategies that, that most business owners are maybe missing or leaving on the table that you talk about when, when you work with clients. Right. So a lot of things is, you know, taking business owners through these series of steps and, one of the things that we look at first are the entities. Are you maximizing the use of whatever legal entity you're, you're using, whether it's your S-corp corporation partnership? Are you, normally people start with one entity and it, it basically follows them throughout their business. It's not really meant to be that way. It's meant for you to make changes as your business grows, as the sources of, as the, your source of income starts to, you know, diversify and things like that so that you can basically take advantage of the different um, types of income and how you're taxed. Um, if we look right now, the new tax, the green book, so the green book is what you know the new government is saying, these are the things that we want to address in the tax world. And before it becomes law, then you know Congress and the House, they're gonna have several discussion and they're gonna come up with a final. But for example, in the green book, they're looking to tax to add additional layer of tax to S corporation profit. Oh, no. S corporation now. And if you don't know about this, what are you going to do? Are you going to just continue to be an S corporation when this additional layer of taxes get added to your profit? Or no. are you going to change? So, you know, in the past few years, I think that um, the good thing is, I think that a lot of business owners are aware that the tax law changes a lot. The PPP and all of those things, it changes a lot. So I think that, you know, Congress have accomplished sending that message that it changes a lot. So all of these changes that have happened for the past 10 years, is your legal entity the best that you're operating under um, to maximize your tax savings? And then now we see the Biden-Iris administration, they're going to put out a next set of changes. And then we have to see if, you know, if you need to pivot or change how you're being taxed to save, you know, whether it's 5000 10000 you know, $20,000, you know, who knows? It all adds your up. It all, adds, it all up. adds up. Then we Great. look at, you know, tax-free money. This is money that you can pull out of your business that you don't have to pay taxes for. And a lot of S-corporations actually loses out on these tax-free money because it takes a little more massaging to get money out of your S-corporation from a tax-free standpoint. <laughs> And, you know, if you just follow the same thing that you used to do, that, you know, it doesn't work. When you think about reimbursing yourself for home office, um, you know, doing your board meetings and paying yourself or having those board meetings. If you have children, grandchildren, um, how you're able to hire them. So there are several, how you even pay for health insurance and things like that can create incentives that you're getting, you know, fifty, thirty thousand dollars out of a business that you're not paying taxes on. So that's the second tier that we look at is, you know, tax-free income out of your business, tax-free cash. That's then, fantastic. You know, you know once I mean, honestly, to... wait, wait, hang on just a second. Business owners, did you hear that? You're getting money out of your business tax-free by just following a couple of little strategies that Ronica just suggested. 
what? This is fantastic. Okay, keep going. Completely tax free. <laughs> so, you know, no matter, even if your ex, S Corp is making, you know, 150, it doesn't matter what the number is, you should be able to get some tax free money. And the way to know is, is ask yourself or ask your provider, you know, how much of this money I'm getting tax free? Uh, what are my reimbursements looking like? And normally, you know, once you start seeing that money coming in, set it up in your payroll, writing yourself a check, and you know that it's not subject to tax. And one of the things that um, we've seen a lot of for the past few years is what we call a method change. So this is when you look at your past return and you didn't maximize certain deductions and savings and the IRS allows you to go back and claim all those deductions in one tax return. So we've been doing um, so we've been doing a lot of those method changes over the past year. So those are some other things that you can do that even though those years have passed that you know you can either do amended return or even method changes if you qualify to go ahead and basically recoup those lost those deductions that you already thought that you have lost completely legal you know the great thing for is three years right for three years right you can go back for three years for the amended return for the amended okay. return but for the method change you're just telling them that you know you're changing how you're accounting for certain things and then you can include it going going um forward yes. um so you know based on each taxpayer there's just like a boatload or a truckload or whatever it is you, you get the point <laughs> there's, there's tons just, that, uh, that the business owners are leaving on the table exactly and you know it's normally that no two businesses are alike you know method change may work for you but it doesn't work for me but there's something else that can work for me that may not work for you people with children things like that so there are various things that you can basically wiggle around and not because it works for your friend it doesn't mean that it's going to work for you and not because it worked for you it's going to work for your for your friends so the thing is with the finances because it's so unique then i think that's one of the reasons people say you know you know let me just you know i can't figure this out let me just leave it alone <laughs> you know what and that's something that's truly important this is not a space that you business owners should be playing in this is for an expert that understands those seven thousand plus pages and the fact that it changes almost every year you need the expert handling this side of it. Don't rely on TurboTax or, you know, uh, walking into someplace that you don't have a relationship with to do your tax success. I promise you, you are leaving money on the table. You're paying more than you should. Thank you, because I'm not paying as much, but I'm, you know, you're paying more than you should. So that's why this right. kind of relationship with someone like Ronica and a tax advisor, someone who's pre-thinking and talking to you throughout the year is the kind of relationship you need in your business. Exactly. So, you know, what we try to do is just ensure that, you know, our clients are able to get every single penny out of their business tax-free and have the lowest tax rate. And that's, and, and that's basically how they're able to increase their investments and basically make their money go to work for them. Um, if you, I know we talk, talk about the world of tax credits, like there's so many tax credits out there. It's just amazing that business owners can take it. So for instance, you don't do anything, at least ensure that you're getting some tax credits. If, if you're a business, if you have, in most states, they have what's called a retraining credit where using the computer these days is a retraining app gets updated different programs. You have to do some updates now and then you install new programs. Um, 
So depending on your state, um, it, the name may change in different states, but normally the training is attached to it, then you can even get a tax credit for you know, how much you pay to your employees and you know, yourself and things like that for just training for the state. And, That's fantastic. You know, we, how many how many of us have to do classes and recertifications in the professional classes, services world? Recertification. And even you get a downloading an app and uploading an app. You know, when you have a app, you know, I use app infusion softkeep and oh my God, like every week there's like an update for that thing. Um, so even program as that, you know, if you have someone that's that's in-house doing your QuickBooks or something like that, just to learn how to use it, you can get a tax credit for that. So what if you take a course? Things. What if you take a course to improve your business or to learn a new strategy or system that's tax deductible? Exactly. Yay. Yes. Yes. For and, those lifelong know, learners like me, that's a fabulous thing. Lifelong learners. And the cool thing about um, the credit, you know, Marcia, is it gives you a dollar for dollar against your taxes. If you owe $1,000 and you get $1,000 in tax credit, it wipes out your, ta- your thousand worth of taxes. Versus that's a deduction, and if the deduction is $1,000, you only get like, you, you only get 30% of that, you know? Right. So that's why the credits are so much more powerful. They're just credits out there that you can go ahead and just use to just offset how much taxes, you know, that you're paying. Um, I know that, you know, one of the proposals that they have out there is to do investment in renewable energy. So oh, normally when the government, <clears throat> yeah, normally when the government puts out, you know, tax incentives for these industries to go, grow, sometimes taxpayers are able to participate in these industries. So it doesn't mean that you have to go put solar on your house. You don't have to have all these renewable energy stuff. It means that you can make a tax credit investment in one of these companies. They pass the credit to you and then you get a return on your investment. So basically in the IRS, you can get an ROI, you can get a mutual fund or a rental property type return on your tax dollars. Really? And that's so tell real. me, wait a minute, hang on a second. Tell me a little bit more about that. Because, so are you saying that I make an investment in, in a renewable energy, something obviously that has to be approved by the system, but then, so if I put, you know, 10,000 in that, I can get that tax credit for 10,000 if it matches and meets all the... For, yeah, so it matches and wipes out your taxes and you know, you get a return on your investment for the $10,000 from these companies. And there's, you know, there's several that are like that. I know that the renewable energy space is going to have a lot more of those just because of the new initiatives that the government is putting out. And, you know, stuff like this is not new. Like they did it for farming back in the day. They did it for milk, got milk, like they were farming credits for those things. So, um, so each year when the government is looking, they did it for oil and gas as well. So each time the government puts money in an industry, taxpayers are able to also participate without owning those assets directly. Interesting. And then, so are these credits something you have to apply for before you make the investment? Or is it something that, oh, well, I invested in this, so I just automatically get that, get that credit? Most times you're going to have to find someone who knows about it. Of course. (laughs) 
So yeah, just because I went out and bought a Tesla doesn't mean I get a tax credit on this renewable energy, right? (laughs) Right, right. And then, you know, for buying a Tesla and, you know, like if you buy solar and put it on on your house, you know, that's, you know, you'll get that because you you, you buy the product. Um, Right. But if you want to participate on a different level that, you know, I'm not buying it or I already have it or I don't need it. I don't need a Tesla or I don't need this. Then you can participate in a next business that just, you know, their business is just, you know, providing, you know, these type of, um, you know, Renewable energy. And, and, and basically they're just making it. That's their business in, you know, providing solar to homes and things like that, that you can become like an actual investor in that business. That's fantastic idea. I need to learn more about this. Um, okay, so we've talked about hiring your kids. We've talked about your business structure. We've talked about, um, you know, a little bit about the the tax credits that you can get out there, um, like such as training. Uh, I love the research and development one. That's where if you provide a service, now correct yes. me. So mm-hmm. that's if you provide some sort of process or system, um, you can the the research and the the. Um, the creation of that new process or system or product or solution is entitled yes, that to can qualify, a credit. Yeah. See, these yeah, are so amazing things. Right, right. So these are, you know, the, you know, you mentioned the R&D credit, you know, there are several in state. Um, there are some states who give you credit for your state taxes and allow your business to deduct it, you know, just because um, they want, you know, maybe if I, is an education program or something that they're promoting for the state. Um, so, you know, as my mentor says, you know, follow the incentives and that's how you reduce your tax. You have to follow where the government is putting the incentives because that, that's where they want the money to go to. And that's how you basically get these, these um, type of tax deduction legally and approved by the IRS. <laughs> And and you mentioned that these incentives and the direction that the government is investing their money and what they're hoping to build out, like you mentioned, milk and and farming, and now this um, alternative or uh, reusable energy. Where do we find mm-hmm. that information? Is that what you said in the green book? Right. So now the the green book is what they're proposing. So oh. they have like an entire entire section to say where they're going to. Um, basically, you know, put more of the incentives. So now, you know, your CPA job is basically trying to direct you to say, you know, these are the programs that qualifies for these type of credits, and this is how you participate. Normally, um, people should not go out on their own because they'll get robbed. <laughs> or or they'll, they'll buy something that doesn't have the incentive attached that to it. That doesn't qualify that doesn't qualify but you know normally you know you know tax professionals and you know actually some financial advisor may have you know that information once they get the you know approved list of vendors each year and things like that right so here's something that you've brought to my attention and it's been to my attention over and over and over again when we come into the tax world right the CPAs the accountants the bookkeepers the the um, enrolled agents many of them are backwards looking. They're only looking at what you've done and what tax benefits we can get for what you've done. But then there are people such as yourself that are saying, hey, let's look forward. 
and let's let's see what we can do today so that when we file taxes, we're going to be in a better situation. How it, I find that it's really hard to find the strategists and the planners such as you to help me in my business. Um, I, you know, I think I think most business owners just think or assume that their current CPA or tax planning company or tax company is going to do forward planning, but they're really not, right? They're really not. And normally I'll say, you know, you know, what services are you paying for? Um, accounting by nature and tax by nature, you see that it's a very backwards thing. You complete 2020 and, you know, you do your tax return in 2021 that they're asking you for information and you're like, I don't remember what I did last year. So by nature, the industry is backward thinking. You, you, you do, you, you're like a historian. You do things that already happened. So mm. I think that's why a lot of um, accountants get stuck in that rut of continuing to do things because, you know, that's what the business owners are asking for. That's what they know. It's easier to talk to them about. Um, so it is definitely an issue in the industry that, you know, we have to force ourselves to be more proactive. Um, I was raised in a very proactive tax world. And, you know, some accountants, some of them have really tax background. Some of them don't. Some of them learn how to do taxes when they start their business and start working with business owners, because not every accountant, um, you know, I have a ton of CPAs and I may, I may have a few that knows that does taxes because if you think about it, CPAs are mostly, you know, financial accountants that does audits, assistance, things like that for big companies. So normally when they come to small business world, taxes is kind of like the thing that everyone should know how to do to make money in this small business. (laughs) So everyone defaults to that. And a lot of times, you know, they have to teach themselves how to do taxes if they don't come from a background like myself that I've always, working taxes since I was in since I graduated from college that I've always been a part of some some company's tax department so that's how you know people like myself and others who do this type of work they may have come from that background um, um, similar to mine and that's how they know that you know something is wrong <laughs> right right so there are many different um skill sets inside the different, um accounting right. world and just because someone has a cpa next to you doesn't tell you that they're going to be skilled in what you're looking for the forward tax planning the strategies the thinking outside the box legally but doing those kind of things um you know, I, I think it's that investigation and that interview process. You don't just hire somebody off the street because the friend said, oh, Marcia's great, hire her. No, you want to, we all do our due diligence and digging in and say, what do you do? How can you plan for me? How can you cut my tax liability? How can you make my company stronger? You know, Those are I great think these questions. Are, I think these are important I, things I, that I think we you need, need to, to find that out. <laughs> Well, you know, it is it. I'm all about making my my clients. I work with them to help make them their business stronger, more profitable and to prepare them for a future sale. It's all it's all, you know, so you can enjoy your business now and have something we're selling later. But one of the biggest strategies is how do you make your business more profitable? And that's the tax situation. Yes, 
yes, more profitable, reduce taxes, increase cash flow, and that's a good business to sell. <laughs> that is a great business to sell. And by doing that, you're you're doing more for your company, you're doing more for the organization, you're doing more for the economy, and therefore mm-hmm. you're rewarded as a business owner with these tax deductions and these tax credits and these tax advantages. But like we said in the beginning, you can't wait until December 15th to go, hey, can you help me with my taxes? What do I need to do before the end of the year? I made a, I had a good year this year. That's fantastic. But guess what? There's nothing we can do. It's too late right now. Go buy a car. Go spend some money that we can write off. Go invest in your IRA or your 401k or your you know, retirement plan. I mean, that's really all you've got that, when you're too right, late. That, that's that's normally the list of um, recommendations. Spend more money, you know, get that car, um, defer it, you know, put it in the 401k and, you know, which it works for people who want to plan for, you know, retirement. But what are some of the more permanent stuff? Because, you know, we know that when you put the money in the retirement plan, you're going to have to pay tax on it. But you, know, you, know, you know, in September, we're in September right now, you know, in September, if you're having a good year. So now you can start making investments, not purchases, but investments such as like these, these renewable energy investments. This is something that you can invest in a business. This is another way of doing a business. You can invest in something so that money that's going out is going to return some money back to you. And now your business is growing in two ways. The investments and that your company and makes. Passive income and. I, yes. I love this. And this all is so of that. Good. Yeah. And creating all of that. So, it's, you know, my goal is if, if, I can, if I can help, you know, a few business owners just be a little more proactive and know that that's where the money savings is. You know, if you want your business to make $10,000 more, ten a hundred thousand dollars more this year, then it could be that you can reduce your taxes by that $100,000 and don't have to lift a finger and have more time for yourself and your family. So um, if we, if I can spread that message to help them be more proactive, you know, it doesn't take a lot of time to have those conversations with yourself with, you know, your strategic partners, your tax advisor, you know, your coach, your, you know, business coaches and everyone that you're working with in the financial field then that will help because the, the, the best clients are the ones that are able to, yes, I get it. Yes, I can find the time because it's not fun trying to tax plan for a client and you have to be chasing them down. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? It's not, it's not making, well, it is making you money, but you're saving them money. Shouldn't that be a priority for them? You're saving them money. Right, right. I don't so understand it's, it's that. all a mindset. It goes back to the mindset and being the CEO of your business, right? And making those CEO decisions. Totally, totally. All right, Ronica, where can listeners find out more about you and RBA Tax and, and the opportunities that you help with your clients? Yes, my website is www.rbataxadvisors.com. Email is ronica at rbataxadvisors.com. And I have some resources on my website and I can send it to you as well, Marcia, on basically a tax savings blueprint on some of the steps that you can make to you know, release your taxes as well as pull some cash um, tax-free income from your business that I basically lay out in that download. 
Fantastic. Listeners, go pick that up because that's going to be super valuable. And you know what? If you want to save money on taxes and you want to you want to keep more of it, right? Because it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Ronica's the person that'll show you some great ideas. So speaking of ideas, I hope you found at least one or two that you can put into your business that will help you be more profitable. And don't forget, now more than ever, it's important to build your own profit plan and taxes are a huge part of that. Don't forget to pick up my five ways to turn your business into one we're selling right now. Go to my website at trajectorybiz.com. And as always, Ronica and I would love to hear your questions, feedback, give us your comments, share us what what ideas you took away and what you're going to implement into your business. And don't forget to subscribe on today's podcast. And then you can always catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with it. Thanks, Ronica. Thank you. 